From the Stable of Crown, 101.5 FM, coming up next is Kristen Angout with Fenomi Aloka. story of a certain young man in the book of Matthew chapter 19 from verse 16 through till 22 who claimed to have kept all the commandments. Then come verse 21 and I read, Jesus said to him, if you want to be perfect, go sell what you have and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven and come follow me. But when the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful for he had great possessions. Let me stop my reading for now to continue later as I welcome our esteemed listeners to yet another beautiful edition of Christine's Hangouts on our darling Kramas 1.5 FM the station with the mark of distinction. My name is Olua Feromi, I lock on your uncle this afternoon on this show. And on this show, we bring in Christine Erudite to help examine matters that directly affect our day-to-day living as believers. Um, this afternoon, the topic of this course is about Christianity and financial prosperity. Is the church getting it right? Do we have the right mentality Christ wants us to have about riches? Should the believers aspire great wealth? These and many more questions will be will be what our guests today will be helping us to trash out. Uh, we are blessed to have in the studio today a spiritual pillar in our society, Pastor Professor Abayomi Adibayo of the Department of Economics of Bafmelo University. Good afternoon, sir. We will go on a short musical break and when we are back, we embark on our discussion. Please stay tuned. 
Yeah, welcome back. You are still on to Christmas Hangouts on Kramas 1.5 FM. And our guest, as I've earlier said, is Pastor Professor Abayomi Adibayo. Uh, let us go to the discussion fully now. Uh, sir, simply put, should believers, Christians, aspire great riches as against a moderate life? Or what should be the perspective of the church towards riches? Well, the scripture tells us that anyone who wants to be rich will fall into divers of temptation when riches becomes your goal there will be a lot of temptation but god can make people rich what the bible says the blessings of the lord make it rich and does not hide sorrow so the issue i first want us to clarify is that that Somebody who knows God should be rich is part of God's plan because you are a child of a big, great, mighty, worthy God. You, you imagine the whole universe owned by the Lord. And if it's our Father, then we are born blessed. Now, but when riches is your goal, a lot of temptation will come in. The goal of a person who is redeemed by the blood is to fulfill God's purpose for his life. What is God's purpose? The assignment of destiny that is given to us. Now, and in most of these cases, is to advance humanity, to touch life. So, if I'm going to school now, I will have to package myself in my educational upbringing in a way that by the time I land at the realm I'm going, I become a blessing to my community. But our generation now, when you see people talking, success to people now is how much money you have in your hand. Success to people is the beautiful car you're riding. Success to people is those many houses you have uh, uh, constructed. But I, I want to tell you that that is not success to God. And that's why many times you see God pitching the people that claim to be rich. I mean Jesus in his generation. Because they are rich towards worldly things, but they are not rich towards God. So the way God sees riches is different from the way we see it. And many of the people that God had, had called in the time past, like Abraham, David, and many people, you see that they ended up in riches, but they, it was not their goal. He said, just follow me, I will make you, make your name great, I will bless you. And they believe God, they walk with God in faith, pursuing God, who owns silver and gold, and eventually ended up in blessing them but you know they lived they lived for a purpose that's why in most of the cases when abraham was asking for a child god wanted abraham to know that he is more than a child to abraham that's why the first child he got which was ismael he asked him to send the person away and you know to a destination that's unknown that means that is lost and after that has gone he called abraham again let isaac be gone are you with me? And that is to sacrifice him. You begin to wonder, does God want this man empty? No. For 25 years, he was taking, through, he was taking him through a test where he wanted, them, wanted him to get to a point where God is his pursuit in life. Are you with me? And he wants us to see that when you get God out of life, when you live in covenant with God, understanding his plan and you are following it, there is nothing you are looking for in the world that God will not give to you. And you see, Abraham, when he got that right, by the time he wanted to slaughter Isaac, you see God coming, stop it. And God substituted with a ram. 
and to show him at that point God found in Abraham that now even if Abraham does not have a child, does not have anything, is ready to make him God, everything in everything. And because of that, he willed himself out to Abraham. That's it. By myself have I sworn today. In blessing, I will bless you. Your children will possess the he started really now. And actually, God poured out all of his being into the life of Abraham. That's why most of the religion in the world, you see, people claim they are blessing through Abraham. You go to church on Sunday, they say, Abraham, blessing is mine. Why? Because that day God actually poured his whole life, his whole glory upon Abraham's life. Because at that time, Abraham made a choice, and that is God. As my, if I don't have a child, let God be my God. Are you with me? Now, when your faith gets to a level where your relationship, your love for God is not driven by wealth, but it's driven because you want to know his purpose. He's sending you to go and preach you are ready. He's sending you as an engineer to go and uh, do, show people the way to live. That's why you see in, in our workplace today, you see that we have so many Christians with big Bibles, but we are not fulfilling God's purpose. We are not seeing our, our work like I'm a lecturer now. God wants me to touch the life of every student I'm teaching with his heavenly finger guiding, leading, directing, and teaching them secularly in a way that I mold their... That's my first ministry. Now, that I'm doing that, I get a salary, and much more he seeing me fulfilling his purpose then begin to bless me. And that's why my life today is beyond just being a professor of economics. You see me in the church ham, God raised me up as a blessing. You see me in educational ham, so many things being pioneered. By his inspiration. That's how God gives you revelation here and there. You begin to build, raise foundations that are not existing before. And this revelation, many of us don't break into it because the need for money, which we are pursuing, allowance here and all that, which we want to die for, then block out those revelations that could have thrown us into that great realm of his flow. Look at the world now. You see some of the people who laid their life for God. God has thrown them to a level where you cannot understand why they are so blessed. You can look at Dadio Yedepo now. Somebody who owned two universities in Nigeria, as poor as you, you claim Nigeria is. Now look at Dadi Adeboye. Look at people like, they have become a nation as a person. But many of us who are, and that is the stuff we belong. When you see somebody like Jacob in the house of Laban, Laban came out and said, I knew because of you God has blessed me. Are you with me? So we carry certain grace on our life, which we don't nurture to the level of manifestation because of distractions of physical things that the worldly people don't know the Lord are pursuing about. So the church now should, we, we need a reorientation. In our psychic, it's all about money. When you say pastor and the puppy, every message goes to money. Now, I was about coming to, to that particular yeah, point. Uh, you know, when, 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 when the modern church, when you look into the, into the modern church, the modern church is a church that sees a, a financially prosperous person as someone who is getting it right. While that believer who is probably um, still struggling, still yeah. trying to find his food as someone who is not getting it right. Who is not who is a person who, who who does not even get the recognition of the pastor because yeah. he doesn't even give gifts to the pastor because he's, he's very poor. I, I don't really understand. Probably there is a clarification we have to make that's touching that point. Now, let's first look at it. In working with God, there are seasons. Look at Joseph. God told him he's going to be great, but for between the age seventeen and thirteen years, he's a man to be pitied. 
he went through difficulties that suggest that there is no future that that then suggested there was no future for him you can imagine sold by his brother he was born by a rich man you know his father and then he ended up as a slave serving in the house of somebody in another country now was forgotten the father thought he was dead later he ended up in the prison now all this suggests that there, is, there, there won't be a future for him but because he stood in God he eventually landed into the glory and he became a blessing for his generation now where, what, where am I going there are some of us who are in the season of, of struggling that, that you have pointed out the pastor may not see you but once you take your stand in God, when you eventually enter into the glory, you will be located. Now, most pastors, I'm speaking with all of God's understanding on this matter. Becoming a pastor has become so fashionable, you know, that everybody, whether you even understand what the ministry is, you want to be a pastor. And some who push it to the point of starting the ministry, many times, the motive is to make money there. And so, every message must end in money. Now, I want to tell you this today. By the grace of God, I've been a pastor for some years now. And in 2009, I start, I pioneer a ministry. I want to tell you, and I'm to, to everybody hearing me now, I have never take, at any time stand on that altar of Jesus Center and ask people to make a vow. And ask people to make a pledge. I'm telling you the truth. And you can ask anybody. You can listen to my messages. Because everything we do in Digital Center is always collected as a data. Because we have a model. Now, where am I going on this? I want you to know that. And there is no project I've embarked on that is not done. And done, I mean, to, to, to stand that. Let me give you an example. We run a retreat. where annually... We have an average of 1,000 secondary school in this community, Ileve and his environment, that comes to the place from various public schools. And we feed them for four days. Nobody pays for them. We transport them from this community to the campsite and bring them back. We accommodate them free. Yet, I don't commit anybody to make a vow. I don't commit anybody to make a vow. But I, many times when I'm approaching, the heaven opens. And you see the Lord bringing the resources for you to be. Nobody can understand what I'm saying except you enter into the frequency of understanding that you have to trust God who sends you to get the job done. All, all right. All right. Before we continue this conversation, we will go mm -hmm. on a break right now. But if you want to join this conversation, you can just call, uh, you can just send your text um, to this line right away 081. 3367 to join the conversation right we just test your name and your location and your own suggestion as touching this topic we're going to just musical break and when we are back we'll continue from there
right, the topic we are seeing on is about Christianity and financial prosperity. Is the church getting it right? Ah, uh, Jesus said something, sir. He said in that book of that's in book of Matthew chapter nineteen. When you read that through the verse twenty-two and verse twenty-three, he said that uh, uh, it's assuredly I say to you that it is hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. And I was trying to examine that word add to enter the kingdom of heaven because this is the word of Jesus Christ himself. <laughs> I, I, I would like probably that there's going to be a few explanations towards that. Now, I've, that was the first thing I addressed. If you make riches your goal, be sure you are not going to make it to heaven because you are going to fall into diverse of temptation. But if but that speaker is not saying that. But, Hello? But, Hello? That's a miss. Alright. Yeah. If somebody makes riches his goal, he's going to fall into diverse of temptation. And that is what informed Christ by saying that many rich people, for many rich people, it will be hard. Because when you make it, anything a man makes as his purpose, you will, you can achieve them. In fact, most cases you achieve them. You will achieve them. But the medium or platform for on which that is achieved becomes a problem. Will you be able to follow principle of righteousness? Will you be able to stand and not exploit others? Are you with me? And as they are running far of this, the gates to heaven is getting blocked. And that's what Jesus is saying. But if God blesses you, now God blessed Abraham. Is Abraham in heaven today or not? You all know that there was a revelation in a discussion where the Bible showed us how somebody was asking Father Abraham to send Lazarus to come and drop a, a drop of water in his mouth. And the act is actually captured to show that Abraham made it to heaven despite his blessing. So somebody can be rich and make it, but Jesus is saying it will be very hard. And that's why, in fact, the more God is blessing you, you have to begin to detach yourself from the stronghold of that riches and begin to see God better. Or else you'll be sold out because the quest for wealth is insatiable. Science proved that in economics. That's why you see somebody who has been blessed, he has enough money in account, he starts gathering another one, putting it in a tank and all those places because human by human being, the, 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 the task for wealth cannot be satisfied. And that's why the Bible says godliness with contentment is great gain. great gain. So, And it takes a man who is contented, even when you are blessed, not to be trapped. Because prosperity step is a trap. Because you want to defend it, you want to show people you are rich, and many times it brings more problem and confusion that will make you to compromise your faith, your holiness, your sense of purity in doing things. That's why he said it will be hard. And so when you are blessed, you have a challenge to make sure that that riches does not take away your relationship with God, your stand for God, and then your aim to make eternity. All right, let me quickly open the studio line. Probably can entertain just one or two calls before we move on. Uh, I still have one more question for Larry before we continue. The studio line 081-2293-0135. I agree again. 081-2293-0135. Uh, uh, while we are with our first caller, probably one or two calls. Uh, so when you look into the church, uh, there is a particular um, set of system that tries to reward rich people with posts. 
regardless of our spiritual, regardless of uh, they don't know, and then you just see the people being named maybe by jobs kind of thing, and then because they are rich, is that the right mentality? Is that the way the church has been operated on? And we see the votes in the church not getting anything or not being rewarded mm-hmm. by anything. Now, it is not scriptural. I grew up to meet all that. Babai Joe, Yai Joe, and all that. They are human strategies to reach to the people who are well to do in the community, get them to give from their pocket, sometimes motivate them to be coming to church on time. They will create a seat for them. But that does not substitute for the need for personal relationship with God. You will see that in most of these churches, they are not church, Pentecostal churches where you see Baba Joe and all that. You know? And the problem is that they want people to be committed to the church just by certain strategies but the only source of true commitment to god is our relationship with god making a covenant through christ to connect the lord now in pentecostal circle when people are influenced to give title of pastoral position or that because of educational standing because of money because of wealth now we are also creating problem for the church. Because within the church, the first problem you are going to have is that you will not be able to correct those people. I've seen churches where people started sharing property because you say he bought this, he bought this, he bought this, and he will go there to go and carry them away. Now, I'm saying with all authority of the Bible today that finance of the church is not biblically set up on those strategies. The Lord who set up the church dictated that people that belong to him should bring tithes. And every time you go to worship, you bring your offering. Those are the basic financial process for the church. And the third one is that when there are special projects, like when they wanted to build tabernacle in the wilderness, he just announced to people, people of a willing heart, to bring. And people bring. The Bible told us that it got to a point they brought more than enough. And God instructed Moses, tell them to stop. It is enough. That is what I know in the Bible. Title is not is not in the rewarding people by title and all that are human creation in religious practices. Thank you very much, sir. That's all we'll be able to take today. Uh, we thank our our pastor, our daddy, for coming around. We have in the studio again, Professor Pastor, uh, pastor Professor Abayomi at the bio of the Department of Economics of Afmaolo University in Lefe. We are in need of sponsors for this show. Uh, we are in need of sponsors for this show. So if you want to place your advert also on this show as well. You can just call my my line after this time at 080 Many thanks to all that have contributed to the sources of today's program. Uh, this is um, the Christians IL team, Bolo Atito, Ayomikun, um, Olumide, Miracle and Keleba and to my producer, Imole Ayo or Lasumi Boy and the general manager of the station, Israel Ayodele Ogunlade. It's next week uh remain addicted to the scriptures laying and meditate for me day and night and my name remains Oluwa Feromi Alokon have a wonderful day yeah.